0: Welcome back to The Main Street Dish, where we're dishing on all things Disney food and drinks from Pavilions to Pandora, Hollywood Boulevard to Main Street USA. On this episode, we are dishing on all things Disney World trip prep. We're going to go through everything you need to know before you go, from our must-pack items to our park day essentials. Consider this your ultimate guide to your next Disney vacation. I'm Colin.
1: And I'm Bella. And together, we are Millennials on Main Street. And I am Bethany Venton, And this is The Main Street Dish we're in disney because when this goes live we're in disney
2: (laughs) (laughs) yes yes right now we're in animal kingdom yeah yeah that's that's right true true true. that's right (laughs) yeah technically we might not be at this very moment while we were recording but when this goes live we will be
0: we'll be yeah dining yeah in animal kingdom i can't wait
1: yeah (sighs) we're probably having breakfast at tusker house at this very moment (laughs) yep oh my gosh (laughs) not mad not mad mickey minnie donald Yep. Hello. Nice to see you in your safari outfits. And well, potentially Finn crying. Yeah, we'll that's see. right.
0: Finn <laughs> might, we don't know if Finn's going to be happy to see him. We have no idea. But he's going to be happy to eat because let me tell you, this kid loves a buffet. Yeah.
1: Well, good. We got a lot of those on the list for next this week. This kid loves a buffet.
0: <laughs> but yeah, we're going to Disney.
1: Yeah. We're in
0: Disney, but we're going at this very moment. We're going.
1: Correct. We are at the point of this episode that makes sense because we are in the prep point. We are almost at Disney right now. And we are in our final countdown for preparations.
0: Da-na-na-na. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yes, our house is a mess. There's <laughs> piles of clothes everywhere. <laughs> everywhere.
0: I'm a firm believer in packing cubes though. I, I travel <laughs> okay. a lot. I travel a mm-hmm. lot and packing cubes have like revolutionized my life. So like, literally everything's in packing cubes. Finn all of Finn's stuff I'm looking at it right now piled on our kitchen counter in packing cubes and it just makes me feel a little better
1: correct it seems contained
0: correct contained chaos mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. i agree i even feel like usually at this point of the episode we're like what are we drinking i feel like it's bare minimum today i'm drinking a canned wine <laughs> out of I, the can nice. i didn't even put it in the glass <laughs>
0: <laughs> i'm drinking you know leftover wine club wine so i'm See? just emptying the fridge this is what mm-hmm. the point is before vacation empty the fridge
1: yeah correct, correct. <laughs> Yeah, this is the epitome of. This is like a do as we do, not like a do as we say. We are literally going to tell you what you should do to prep because these are all the things that we've done to prep for our trip that starts in thirty six hours. Oh my gosh! Wow, wonderful! Wow. Yeah.
0: So let's let's go to Disney, guys. Let's,
1: let's go. go. Let's Disney. Go. Disney. Disney.
0: Disney. Yeah. Let's go. So before you go, I mean, of course. The Bella, Bethany, and Colin situation on vacation is <laughs> pretty much a guarantee at this b- <laughs> at this point, but planning with the people that you go, setting your expectations, right? So this is the first thing that you're going to do. I mean, for us personally, I feel like most of our planning revolves around dining. <laughs> Are you shocked? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Unbelievable. But mostly it's about planning and talking about what reservations do you want to hit, of course, then going through and getting your reservations, which happens well before this point that we're at right mm-hmm. now, but... If you're looking for more information on getting dining reservations, we do have a whole entire episode on Disney dining 101, how to get those reservations with the apps we like to use the time period in which you can book them. So go check that out if you're looking for more information on that. But at this point, hopefully all the dining reservations have been negotiated <laughs> and had in any way that we can get them. But then essentially we just build out your park days. I feel like we build our park yeah. days out from those reservations first.
1: For sure. I completely agree with you. And I think, like, as we continue to travel as people and you have a child that is growing up, our expectations completely change. So our Correct. expectations when we first met were like, hey, let's meet up and do the monorail bar crawl and, like, have a bunch of cocktails. And now, obviously, it's different. Like, we've never been rope drop people. I don't no. think ever. Ever. Um, but we're going to be rope drop people on this trip. So I even was texting the group this week. Obviously, I live on the West Coast. And so when I fly to Florida, there's like huge time gap that it's three hours earlier for me. I've been waking up at 4 a.m. every day this week in order to prep myself for it. Because I know that that adjustment is going to be really harsh for me. So yeah. set your expectations. I don't, I'm don't. i not saying you have to get up at 4 a.m. every single day in order to do it. But I know that with my schedule, I also work for a lot of East Coast companies. So it fits right in (laughs) it's not a big deal i think they find it more convenient and i don't actually like giving them that credit because they're like "Wow, she can be she can be here for these times in the morning but yeah set your expectations we know we're going to be rope drop people we know when we have scheduled breaks during the day which have changed from our last trips i think setting expectations with people you travel with is just is huge and it's it makes vacation itself so much easier
0: it does and i mean i will say that setting the expectation seems a little bit more gray when you have a toddler, but if anything, it's a little bit more, for us, it feels more regimented. Mm -hmm. We know exactly we have our wake windows. We know exactly when we're gonna be in the parks. We know exactly when we need to be back for a nap. We know, God willing, when he's gonna wake up, (laughs) if he has his full nap, and we know how long we have until he has to go back to bed. So it's really easy to plan out our park days now. Before, it was a little more ambiguous,
1: it's still a little ambiguous we, before we got on this. Yeah, that's true. I was like, I switched our parks for both Saturday Correct. and Sunday. So well, flexi- are
0: flexibility and ambiguity. I mean...
1: <laughs> it is. It, it is. That is your expectations that, you know, you have to... And we'll talk about it later of, like, you just have to expect for anything. But setting your expectations with a group of people, because I feel like everybody does vacation different. So just you know set your expectations of what you want the trip and what you want the trip to be focused around are you trying to ride every single ride in the park or are you trying to dine at the best places you know figure out what you want to do
0: or are you traveling with a group of people that wants to do a million different things and that's also okay Mm -hmm. i mean we've traveled with huge groups of people and we have a group of people that are like no naps i'm in disney let's go and then we have people that are like did i hear a room nap (laughs) did did i hear someone say nap because that sounds great to me (laughs) that's right or people i know you know we talk about our friend Kirby a lot, but she's like, characters, characters, characters and we're like, No yeah. thanks. But we can coexist because we have the Correct. expectation. It's like you're going to a character line, awesome. I will be at the bar. Correct. <laughs> Correct.
1: As long as you set those expectations, nobody's disappointed when you're actually on your trip.
0: Correct. Because there's so much for everyone to do when you're a Disney vacation, mm-hmm. you can't you can't expect everyone to follow the same exact path the whole time. So Yep. Flexibility, expectations are huge before you go.
1: Yeah.
2: Yes, another huge thing is to use your app to the best you can, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. it can be a little confusing and frustrating at times, don't we all know? But you want to make sure you're connected to all of your family and friends because you don't want to deal with that once you get there. No, it yeah. is such a hassle to try to connect and do all that, especially when you're trying to get lighting lanes and all this stuff. It's it's so much easier when it's done well in advance. You can also see your plans on there. You can mm-hmm. see um, so if everyone's connected, uh, you can put everyone on your dining reservation So then you can see when your dining reservations are, which parks you're going to be at. It's definitely a lot easier that way. So you just
1: want to make sure you connect with everyone, and it will make your trip so much, so much better. Oh, well. Correct. And I feel like my Disney experience is kind of weird. Every once in a while, it'll kind of like unconnect you with people that you don't have plans with. They'll still be there, but they're not really there. So like Colin's sister, for example, Casey is going to join us for a few things. And when I made all the dining reservations, I added everybody to the reservation. We're all connected on my Disney experience because again, like Bella said, that is so important. And then I realized that hers was like the generic Mickey Mouse. And I was like, I don't really think that's Casey, I think she actually probably has like a Disney emoji. And so we were texting and I made sure I connected with her and got to add her to reservations. And then again, like you said, just dining reservations is one thing and park reservations, but Lightning Lanes is just a whole nother scope of practice when planning out your trip. That I think if you go with people that aren't just, especially in your immediate family and you have a group of people, you need to figure out who is in charge of Lightning Lanes.
2: Yes, because not everyone can do it at once. You you shouldn't
1: have Mm -hmm. everyone do it at
2: once. Mm -hmm. I think the last time we traveled, maybe we had two people in the same room Mm -hmm. trying to get different things just to make sure.
0: For like our group of 11 people. Yeah, exactly, (laughs) exactly, exactly.
2: It it wasn't like a group of two. But yeah, you definitely want to set that on like who's going to wake up in the morning and who's going to do it. But yeah, it's super, super important to make sure someone knows they're getting up at 7 a.m. Yeah, because, again,
1: that leads to so much chaos if you don't actually tell people who's in charge. Yep. But you know what we probably will be utilizing? Standby Skipper, my favorite app. Yes. Honestly. (laughs) You you tell it what you want to ride, which the the rides are going to be extremely different this time. A lot of the rides are going to be things that accommodate toddlers and that toddlers can ride on, um, which we're cool with. Like, Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of rides. I've never been on It's Tough to be a Bug. I don't know if I'm admitting that right now. You've (gasps) never? No. No. well, you're not missing it much, but I
0: know. But, but also, I, like that though.
2: No,
0: no, he'll have hate you, it. you
2: Do you know anything about it?
0: You guys, I've heard of You them. guys, you guys. There, there's gonna be. We're gonna, we're gonna get a little. We're gonna get Bethany a little tipsy, and we're gonna do a live <laughs> After Nomad. of just her face <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: during Tough to Stay tuned, because oh my god, that has to happen. Probably the service is gonna be terrible down under the tree of life, but we're gonna try. You need to do I, it. I, know, I would refuse I- to do it, but for you, I'll do it.
1: Well, thank you. Every time that I go, I tell people that I haven't done it, and they make it their like. They're like, "I'm gonna make you do it today before we get into the park." And then once we get in the park, nobody cares about doing it anymore. You know what I mean? Well,
0: <laughs> this is different. This is different to me.
2: Well wow. Well, yeah. I mean, Finn will not be going on it. It's similar to Figment in the sense that he will get scarred. on I'll be
1: scarred on that ride so
0: he also has to keep 3D glasses on his face and that's
1: Mm, not gonna happen happen. no No. yeah no Yeah. yeah But knowing who's in charge of Lightning lanes is important and how to prioritize things. And like I said, I do like Standby Skipper because especially when we're on vacation together, I don't want to be on my phone the whole time and Standby Skipper mm-hmm. is like third party app. You put in what you want to ride and when you want to ride it, it books your Lightning Lanes for you. It knows who has Genie+. Plus. It takes care of all that back end stuff that you don't have to worry about and I like that. But knowing who's in charge of Lightning Lanes and what everybody wants to ride yes because Bella's not down to go on Everest every single time
2: no or rock and roller coaster there's definitely a couple rides that I am not keen to ride and obviously rides that are probably toddler appropriate but we we have talked and we don't think for instance yeah. um it's a small world I don't think Finn will sit still for that long like I, I it's I'm sorry I think probably he will. boring no nah, I think he will See, I worry that he's just going to wiggle out of our arms and try to, like, jump off the side, so not sure. <laughs> you know those, like,
0: parent nightmares you have? Yeah, that's Yeah, exactly.
2: Right. Um, <laughs> you'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, there are just definitely rides that people like, don't like, and it is good to have that
1: conversation beforehand because you just never know. You never yeah. know. Yeah. And our last one, talking about dining reservations, because hopefully you do have everything booked, but if you're last minute going into your trip and you need to do something – Always we recommend using some third party in order to book your dining. I've been loving Steakout lately. It's an app on your phone that sends you a push notification when a table comes up. And I think that's like clutch so you don't actually miss it. But if you have last minute dining reservations you want to get, like you want to go to Oga's or you want to do something last minute before you leave, these are all things to do before you leave. Making sure you've submitted them to a third party app and you're keeping an eye out on those dining reservations is clutch. Yes.
0: Yes. And I think in general right now, I think Disney World is as Disney World in general has been experiencing a little bit of a lull mm-hmm. in, in crowds. So I think that those hard to, harder to get reservations are popping up. And now with the new cancellation policy, things are popping up a little bit more
1: mm-hmm. last
0: minute too. So always just, even when you're there and you want to do something, keep checking the My Disney Experience app too, because yeah. you may, something may pop up, especially if you're a smaller party. Yep. Yeah.
1: Never a bad, never bad advice, because you can get. I mean, I was looking at people that were booking Space Two Twenty Lounge last the other day. The possibilities are there. So if you missed out on that reservation, there's still hope.
0: All right, so let's talk about. Now we have all our plans. We're connected with all of our friends. Let's talk about packing. Actually, packing. So what I should be doing right now? Correct. (laughs) Are you working? Are you procrastinating? Are you doing both? I'm not sure. Who knows. Are you bedazzling shoes? I don't know.
1: All those things. <laughs> all all <of> the
0: above. <laughs> all of the above. Well, let's talk about must pack items for us. I think an easy one off the bat is just like casual park attire, mm-hmm. comfortable casual park attire. We are not the type of Disney people that are dressed into the nines to go to the park. We no. have a very comfortable casual Disney style that all three of us. We never really talk about it, but all three of us have very similar, comfortable casual, still put together, subtle Disney. Maybe a Disney t-shirt, comfortable shorts, comfortable shoes, but that is what a majority of the things I'm packing. Comfortable park attire.
1: Yeah, it's going to be like 100 degrees <clears> next week. The surface I most, of the
0: sun, absolutely. I most
1: certainly cannot. I mm. give credit to people that look cute, and I do think a lot of people that tend to look really adorable in the park that are really dressed up live local and can pop in for a short period of time and then take right. their photos and leave. Yeah, yeah. If I'm sweating from like 7 a.m. till park close, even if I take a midday break, I am in my sporty park attire every single time. Like Athleisure. I- leisure. Yeah, yeah. I simply cannot wear, even I had like a thicker t-shirt from a brand that makes, you know, Disney inspired shirts. I had a thicker t-shirt that I wore in July and I was, at the end of the day, I was like, I am dying. This shirt is so hot because it's a great quality shirt, but for the parks, it's just too much for me. I need that athletic wear where it like repels whatever it needs to repel it's it's hot in the parks it's it is hot. so hot this it's
2: is so why hot. i will rarely wear sleeves yeah. i i literally every <laughs> sun's
0: single, out guns out you yeah know? <laughs> literally
2: every single thing that i look to bring it has no sleeves mm-hmm. or it's a dress and under that dress i wear shorts because i am yeah. not dealing with any type of you know chafing War. down there <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> So for me, that's always a must. I always bring tank tops or athletic tops, yeah. shorts, dresses, and lots of biker shorts as well. I find that they are very comfortable, mm-hmm. um, and they're not super super hot. Comfortable shoes, hats. I'm a big hat person. You'll probably Same. see me. All of us are hat. Yeah, people. you'll probably. Yeah. I'll probably wear a hat almost every day in the parks. It's a great way to. <laughs> keep the sun off of your face it also can keep your hair because you're gonna get sweaty like Mm -hmm. there's no way around it whether my hair is down or my hair is up in a hat it's gonna get sweaty Mm -hmm. so at least with the hat you can kind of hide it a little (laughs) bit so I'm a big big hat person um yeah it's it's a must I now I have like three hats that I'm bringing I used to just have one now I have three so
1: Yeah, My other thing, and it's just because I'm a little more pasty than you two, is I do have to pack a few shirts with sleeves because I have been favoring tank tops and sleeveless shirts. Mm -hmm. But every once in a while, I think I've done good with my sunscreen application. And it's not as good as it could be. I'm not like burnt to a crisp, but I'm a little pink. And so the next day, I make sure I cover my shoulders when I'm in the park just so I don't aggravate that anymore. Um, And that happened on my last trip where the first day – at food and wine i was doing fine and it was just like a tinge pink but i was like i'm not gonna risk this i'm going to be in the sun all day tomorrow let's just mm-hmm. put some sleeves on just to make sure i'm all good go."
0: <laughs> you didn't go full boiled lobster red you know just no,
1: it was just <laughs> i by the time i got back everybody was like oh my god you look so tan i was like do i <laughs>
0: who I am smart. i that's right
1: <laughs>
0: yeah yeah, yeah. bell and i are pretty fortunate that we don't really deal with sunburn very much um i yeah, mean definitely nice. th- I mean, it is but i mean, I mean we, we, we've we, been burned we've yeah, been oh, burned definitely. It,
2: we definitely oh, We talked about it, on
1: the cruise line episode where you oh, got God. Burned. so bad <laughs> literal
0: sun poisoning i had to <laughs> stumble out of animators palette oh, yeah so bad. i'm not laughing
1: but, on
2: purpose <laughs> it was so bad it was i've never ever ever in my life been in that much honeymoon
0: pain. 10 out of like 10 that. <laughs> correct yeah <laughs>
1: yeah so i will say my must pack item is also sunscreen yes i was <laughs> literally just
2: about to say sunscreen for sure get
1: every size sunscreen
2: to get like a big tube yeah spray can whatever of sunscreen for your hotel room apply that in the morning then bring a stick for your face bring a
0: stick we bring a travel size into the parks always it's in our park essentials bag
2: because really where you need to reapply is like your shoulders your arms your your back of your neck
0: yeah (laughs) and (laughs) and your
2: ears you know depending on your hair hat situation so really just need like a little tube for the parks but definitely bring all different sizes And then another must-have item for me is a very small bag for the parks. Yeah. So not like a backpack or anything like that. I find that they can be kind of a pain in the butt. I like the crossbody bags or just something like a fanny pack even. I mean, it's essentially the same thing. Fanny packs are in. Crossbodies are in. Yeah. So for me, I have two of them. I have a larger one and then I have a smaller black one. So I'm bringing both. And I know we're still going to have to bring a backpack in the park for the stroller to have like his diapers and whatnot but at least that's not
1: something that we, that's something we can keep on the stroller you know correct and my spillover items that I typically would love to have in the park but I don't always bring in because yeah. I always like to carry the smaller bag too but now that we have a stroller I'm like you know bring it.
0: the strollers really changed the game for storage in the parks it really has mm-hmm. because I was always the backpack wearer Mm-hmm. I would always bring the full backpack in, but my back at the end of the day, like mm. b- wearing the backpack in that heat, just not great. It's not rough. A great comp- It's it rough out July. there. So I now I bring like a Herschel sling bag that I just wear like across my body, which I love and I swear by, and I've used it for every trip since I've bought it. Um, but having the stroller, being able to attach, mm-hmm. you, you know what, if you don't have a toddler, rent a stroller. <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs>
1: Considered it when I, <laughs> when I schlepped that backpack during the first day of Food and Wine. I was yes. like, "What am I doing? This is awful because I'm yep. not used to that at all." And I think there's, you know, I I'm not I'm not mad about having the stroller situation. No. Do you know what? Do you know what I think is another must pack item for me is fuel rods. Mm.
0: I was gonna I was gonna say either a this...
1: charger any type yes. of situation. I do prefer fuel rods, and if you've ever seen me in a park. At a fuel rod station, I'm exchanging, like, five, six fuel rods. And yes. I know people are like, oh, have the ones you charge. And I have those, too. But I like the convenience of fuel rods that I can swap them out for free in the park. Yes. And you can buy them on Amazon beforehand. We'll we'll, we'll leave a packing list in the show notes for this because I think there's yeah. a lot of things we're mentioning. But you can buy them beforehand. They're much cheaper than they are in the park. And you're guaranteed to have a battery to charge things. And yes. I'm... Not the best at charging everything every night because you're like, you have your magic band, your watch, your phone, your there's just so many things. My air conditioning fan around my neck. There's so many things that (laughs) the last thing I want to have to remember is to charge a charger.
0: Right. You're so right. But fuel rods are the essential hack for Disney parks for charging your your electronics. Because even even if you buy, you buy the kit off of Amazon and it comes with multiple chargers for multiple types of things, mm-hmm. and then you just exchange the rods. They have one in every single park, yep. um, multiple sometimes locations. multiple. Yeah. Yeah. So it's super easy to go and they even have them in like all the airports that I've traveled into now have mm-hmm. fuel rod stations. They're everywhere. So yeah. they're a, such a worthy investment, even though like the sticker price, you're like, oh, that much for a charger, but you're paying that much for like a forever charger when you're in the parks yeah i can't so even tell it. you
1: how many times i've exchanged my fuel rods like I oh i've paid so worth i feel it. like
0: i've paid myself back for those for easily i
1: feel like even the amount like i know i'm not paying for the electricity at a hotel room but the amount of electricity that i would have spent charging that at this point I've i have exchanged so many of them
0: you're welcome bob Iger. you're <laughs> welcome
1: yeah, exactly <laughs> but yeah that's definitely a must pack for me too
0: absolutely and also, too, if it's something, if it, if it happens to be a charger, happens to be something you forget. I mean, of course, it's easy, it's easy to, you know, now Amazon anything or, you know, there's targets Any, and everything accessible, correct. right? You can always just go and buy one in the parks as well, like if you're running <laughs> in the parks.
1: <laughs> but if you forget something, there's no worries because between Amazon and all the local places, you pretty much can buy it. Oh, yes. oh yeah just take a lift to the local publics
2: and okay, yeah. you will
0: be fine and you will be fine yep.
2: i always say that whenever we leave the only
1: thing we truly <laughs> we're,
0: we're sitting in the car and we're like you know right before we're pulling out to go to the airport and it's like just like do you have your id yeah
1: exactly <laughs> that is and needed.
0: do we, yeah and, and that's it and like, do we, we have finn that's do we like, have finn now yeah the, <laughs> the,
2: those are the, the most important things are finn and our passports at this point um yeah. everything else you can you can buy so. Yeah. yep,
0: yeah. And in between, in springs too, like clothes, mm-hmm. anything, like even, mm-hmm. even makeup,
1: anything, make
0: literally, yeah. Go to Sephora. Yeah. You can literally yep. get anything yep. delivered to you in the world that we live in today. Everything's so accessible. So if you forget something, don't stress. Yeah. You will be able to get it. Yep. But let's talk about one of the most essential things when you're talking about a Disney vacation, when you're doing 13,000 steps a day, shoes.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: This I- is a make or break thing. Yes. for any Disney vacation is footwear. <laughs> it is. It and could make a trip. It could ruin a trip. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: And I will always pack multiple pairs of shoes and I Same. will wear two in the parks. If I know I'm going to be in the parks all day, I will be wearing sneakers. One, mm-hmm. that's it. I, I, I do not mess no. around with flip-flops or sandals. I bring them because there are times where I will wear them.
0: Yeah, I to do. a dinner. To yeah, the pool, I mess around
2: or...
1: with them. Do you? I'll mess. In, I'll do. I'll wear them in the park. But I have a specific specific brand, and we'll talk about that. But okay. Okay.
2: Know. Okay. So the sneakers that I normally wear are usually white, and they're any type of brand. To be honest, I break them in at work, so then I just end up be they're they're fine in the parks. But the most comfortable pair of sneakers, which
1: we all know, we all have, are Allbirds.
0: I swear by them.
1: I do too. I have three pairs packed for this trip. Wow! I, I'm looking
0: at our shoe. I can share a shoe rack right now, and I'm like, I don't, <laughs> don't want to count the number of pairs that I can see.
1: He has like four. No, mm,
0: oh, mm, really? that, uh, that's not
1: even all the ones I own. I no, just have three that, pairs of them. They're, they're yeah, my go-to.
0: They're my I, go-to in the parks.
1: I feel like when I started to go to Disney a lot, I wasn't, I was like switching shoes and kind of trying to figure out what my, you know, shoe journey was. I wore hokas in the park. And like, again, everybody's going to have different feet, but these are the only shoes that have consistently never given me blisters the entire time I'm in Disney. I bring my friends to Disney and we were talking about Kirby earlier. Sorry to call you out like this. Still love you. Um <laughs> The blisters she had on our April trip, I was like, I could not even relate to that. I have no. not had blisters in so long, so I am an all birds stand too. When it comes to sneakers for me in the park, I will always pick all
0: birds. Yep. Yeah, t- that is all I will wear. Maybe I'll, I'll I'll don a pair of you know fresh white Nikes, you know, if I'm feeling crazy. But all birds, That's all silly day, goofy every day. Mood. <laughs> if I'm in a, yeah, silly goofy mood, you know. If I want to just look, yeah, have those fresh white kicks, um, but. All birds, any style, the tree runners, the wool runners, literally mm-hmm. anything. I, it's like walking on clouds and I will yeah. walk 13,000 steps on clouds every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fine they're by me.
1: Fa- they're my favorite. I like their athletic shoes too. The tree runners, I believe they are. And like yes. Have, they look the same because they're like, the color is so, one's like, off-white and one's beige and I'm like I don't know the difference if we're yep. really <laughs> honest now that I've worn them more than once. I couldn't tell you but I absolutely yeah. love them. I am a flip-flops in the park kind of person. I have found that Tevas are my mm. go-to for flip-flops. I have tried wearing their sandals in the park before and I just as comfortable as they are at a point in time they they do start to bring issues to my feet but i have found pairs of tevas that i feel are sculpted to the arch and a foot that yeah i can wear them all day and not have an issue especially wow. they're like my go-to for animal kingdom because to mm. me animal kingdom's so hot any type of breather i can get i'm down for it yeah yeah sure. I get that I think yeah maybe i just haven't found the right mm-hmm. sandal
2: or flip-flop yet to wear in the park i've just always been a sne- i like wear sneakers Every single day, I, I will rarely yeah. wear other shoes. So for me, sneakers are my preferred shoe. <laughs> we both
0: we both work in athletics, so I feel like that's probably- <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. See, I feel in the parks, I switch to my Tevas when it rains because they have traction on oh, the bottom, sure. and I hate when my shoes get wet.
2: Yeah, and socks too, because you know you yeah. gotta wear socks with sneakers most uh, of the see, time. You yeah. know what
0: I have? I have Crocs shoes. Yes. <laughs> no 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 no, does, no, no, no 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 they're actual like shoes they're not crocs they're actually they look like sneakers but they're they do. completely Bella. made of rubber
2: no i'm, I'm I, look they're not look, bad look, look no i would tell you
0: Bethany. she she would she would throw me under the bus i mean finn looks adorable in <laughs> a pair of crocs he has a, he has i mean kids and oh, crocs yes, are cute mm-hmm. no hate no shade if you wear crocs at all and you're an adult oh, no, people your love journey them. you do you but i have ones that actually look like sneakers i bought them for the brewery because mm. when you're when you're behind the bar and you're slinging beers, you know, like and some get on your shoe, you know, like I could literally take a hose to them and they'd be fine. Yeah. Game changer on a rainy day. Game changer.
1: Oh, hmm. People love Crocs, and you know I hate on them, but I've never worn a single pair, so I can't say I anything. I've never
2: worn a pair either.
0: I've worn Croc sneakers and they're delightful.
1: <laughs> He'd probably be a fan of Crocs too then. <laughs>
0: I just, my figure skater feet and Crocs, it's just like, it's a, it's a really, I, I can't wear a lot of shoes. It's mm-hmm. not comfortable. There's so used to be one of those
1: little boot situations.
0: Yeah, tied up. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. So a final note about packing. Packing souvenirs. Bethany, since you're planning on spoiling our toddler on this next trip, why don't you take this away?
1: I think my entire carry-on <laughs> is just going to be things for him. Look, look, look. It's fine. <laughs> um, so, again, I think there's a way of entertaining kids in the park and my biggest one that pops in my mind is a bubble wand we all love a bubble wand there is such a benefit to packing souvenirs in your suitcase before you go especially if you have kids and like I don't have kids but I have a cute little nephew that I will spoil (laughs) in the parks and the problem is finding toys that are age appropriate for them too in the parks that's not the most easy thing to do so I have specifically gone through and ordered things before we went that were age appropriate and appropriate for the dining situations we'd be in or what we're doing that day and for example a bubble wand $30 $30 in the park. I bought him one, a cute little Mickey one that is the same where it's automated and, you know, you just press the button. It was like $12 on Amazon. So half the price. Going to pack it in before we go and spoil your child. Because that's needs, what I'm here for. You know, this is great because he's going to love
2: them. and he <laughs> Number needs, one, he
0: will love them. Yeah. He needs
2: distractions at dinner. We've entered the phase, which I don't think probably, I think a lot of one-year-olds go through this phase, but I think... Ours specifically because he, I don't know, he just has seems to have a ton of energy. He will not sit still, mm-hmm. he needs to be entertained constantly. And, um, I think at dinner, we're starting to have that issue where he just wants to get up and go and move and do all this <laughs> from
0: the high chair, just stands up. He's like, I'm all done,
2: yeah. <laughs> you, um,
0: sir, you wreck. have not eaten yet, yes, yeah, yeah. so, <laughs> yeah. sir, sir. Sit back down, yeah. Yep. So,
2: these types of things, like a bubble wand, for instance, I mean, probably not the best in a restaurant, but something that he can play with. Correct. Yep. While sitting we'll entertain him for enough time until the food gets there and then he can eat, you know so
1: correct. I have made it very specific where I have matched the toys with what we're doing. Wow, see? Overall, I think if you have especially little ones where they're not gonna notice the difference between what you can buy in the park and what you bring them, get them the toys online before you go. gonna save you so much money. Yes.
0: Oh yes. Because you're going to reach a point when you're in the park and you're desperate for distraction and you're going to be Mm -hmm. like, you're going to just, you're like, fine, take my money. (laughs) Take my money. But you can solve that problem now. Yep. Now let's talk about rentals. So things, rentals. So I guess now that we have a toddler and we have been three times, well, two times, this will be our third time going with a baby infant, newborn toddler situation, stroller. Stroller rental has been a journey for us. We've used two different companies for stroller rentals. We've used both Kingdom Strollers and we've used Scooterbug. And I feel like both have their um their positives. Uh Kingdom Strollers is a great company. They've been super responsive on social media. Like whenever you DM them, they've been super fast to respond and they'll like reshare your posts and everything. It's been really easy to access and really easy conversations with them. One of the bonuses with them is that you can pick up your stroller at the airport. Mm. when you land so you rent your stroller you land you go to their stroller rental location inside of mco and you can pick your stroller there and then you can drop your stroller back off at the airport when your vacation is over so for the ease and convenience of that some people would find that incredibly convenient we have used scooter bug two times now we use kingdom stroller once we're using scooter bug again for our next vacation Ooh,
1: a favorite yeah yeah
0: now that we've used it twice and here's here's why i like it more I like Scooterbug more because they actually drop it off at Bell Services at your resort.
1: And you don't have to meet them.
0: You do not have to meet them at mm. all. You literally pick up your stroller at Bell Services. You drop it back off at Bell Services when your vacation's over and it's done. And I find that to be so incredibly convenient when you're already in the midst of planning, your arriving and then you're adding on to, I know oh, I need to meet up this person to pick up my stroller. Yeah. Yeah. I and want he- to go to Bell Services and be like, McManus party and then go, here's your stroller, sir. Done. And then I'm going to drop it off and say, for ScooterBug, <laughs> You're going to say, have a great trip home. And I'm like, thank you so much. Even picking it up at the airport, it was just one more thing.
1: To carry yeah. to carry. Because I was about to say, having also when you get on whatever you're doing, and obviously I don't have a kid, but then you have to figure out how you need to collapse the stroller in order to get in your Uber or on Mirrors or something where. <laughs> plus the
0: luggage, plus correct, the baby. Yeah. Where,
1: like, at the same time, because they don't take your luggage anymore. Back in the day, Magical Express, you tag on it and it would be delivered to your room. That would be they different. They don't do that anymore. But, like, this is just another thing you have to do. And, you know. Nobody wants that.
0: No, but there's something about, you know, just dealing with the luggage that you have to deal with, and that's fine, and especially bringing, bringing a toddler and, and the, the amount of infinite amount of changes of clothes that we're going to need to bring. Like, mm-hmm. there's so much luggage that we're bringing, plus mm-hmm. him, in a stroller, plus a, and a big stroller, too, because you normally rent, like, a, a larger... Generally, they're renting... You can rent a smaller umbrella stroller, but generally, they're going to rent a jogging stroller, one of the city mini strollers that's that's sizable so that's another sizable thing that you're carrying through the airport but just to show up at bell services and pick up your stroller once you're already there and settled game changer yes. yes
1: and again don't have a baby but obviously we've all done our research on these things if you have kingdom strollers you can't pick that up at bell service you have to arrange a time with them to meet them to pick up yeah the stroller
0: if you're not picking it up at the airport correct
1: yeah at the airport, they just like leave it there, right? If you're like past uh, hours,
0: uh, yeah, correct. Well, even there, there's a person there at the check-in desk, but your yeah. name your name is already written on the tag, Thank so you. you walk up, you can inspect your stroller, and then you can take it with you.
1: Yeah, but but again, Kingdom Strollers, you actually have to meet somebody face to face at your resort. You can't just go to Bell Services. Correct. Yeah.
0: Correct. Yeah, with with Scooterbug, it's 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 an easy. Easy rental shop show up at Bell Services. It's there. You pick, you select a time frame in which you would like it to be dropped off or picked up. And then beyond that, poof, it's magically there. Poof, it's magically gone. Yes.
1: Magic. Magic.
2: And this is magic. Disney magic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is Disney magic. It and gives me
0: magical express vibes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: And this will actually be the first trip because before the past two trips that we've done with him, he was small enough for me to have him on me, to wear him essentially yeah. throughout the airport. So, this time obviously too big. I mean, he's not too big. I could still wear him, but that He would, would not,
0: refuse. Yeah, that will not happen. <laughs> also,
2: I don't think I'm strong enough. <laughs> um, but we are now bringing a like collapsible umbrella stroller from Amazon that fits in the overhead compartment of the on the plane, which is amazing. So, we're going to use that in the airport when and we And on the cruise when we take yeah, our cruise. Yeah, yeah. So, like mm-hmm. we'll have a smaller stroller for like the little tiny Times small times we need it in our travel day, which I do recommend just because me, I mean, again, we have not done this yet. This is something that we are about to do. But because I know Finn and how much <laughs> he wants to run around and move and how much we're going to be walking through the airport, it is helpful to have him sit down in a stroller while we're going through security and all that jazz. And then obviously on the cruise. So it's definitely something to think about if you have, if you have the opportunity to bring a smaller stroller. Yeah. I would definitely... Look into that yeah, Anything
0: well. fancy, but for the parks, it's nice to have the one that can yes. recline all the way down. You can a- attach your uh, fans to, multiple fans, because if we will be there in August, and he will be multiple fans on that stroller. <laughs> mm-hmm. You can lay him down if he so happens to fall asleep and take a nap in the stroller. So be it. At least he's in an environment where he can lay down and be comfortable. So that is our that is our overall on stroller rentals. But also, Bethany, you never go to Disney without... Not having a car.
1: No. Since COVID, I've been on maybe two trips that I didn't have a car. And, you know, I've probably been on seven or eight trips this year. Yeah. To me, this is like, it has made Disney so much easier. You go at your own pace. You're never waiting for the bus. The only time I will take the bus is Magic Kingdom. Just because I hate parking at TTC. But now that they've gotten rid of the parking fee for the resorts... There, to me, there was just such a bonus of having a car. Yes, it's a little more expensive, but I prefer it over an Uber too. I will take a car every single time. You pick it up over at the airport. You don't have to pay for mirrors or an Uber to get from the airport. And then it's just easy to get from place to place. You need to go to dinner. You can park anywhere. If you have a dinner reservation... You show them your dinner reservation you can park at any resort i just think having a car has been such a game changer for me when going to disney because it just makes getting around so much easier so if you just want the basics of going back and forth maybe it's not the thing for you but if you want to go to the, this park and this park and park hop and then you want to go to dinner and you want to try to fit as much as you can in the day having a car can be so beneficial and they will give you a car seat too you can rent a car seat yep Yep, little man in the car seat.
0: He was absolutely guaranteed to have it. Mm-hmm. Cuz not all if you're if you're relying on Uber or Lyft not all have no. it. When you when you're within It's not the, required. It's not. But when you're within the Disney bubble, you can always get a minivan. Mm-hmm. And the minivan will have, and that's why we tend to steer towards minivans now. Right. We always did because we felt kind of bougie and it just felt, you know, we're in Disney, we're going to have a minivan. <laughs> but now it's actually out of necessity. If we need a yeah. quick entrance and exit and we don't have a car, we are going to get a minivan because we know it has a car seat. Mm-hmm. So that's a guarantee. Every single time they'll come out, they'll install it. And then they'll check that you put your child in there correctly, which is, you know.
1: <laughs> reassuring. You reassuring. Yeah, it does. You know does.
0: what? Nope, nope. You know what? Honestly, great. Yeah, check. check check my work please um but speaking of transportation outside of the car getting to your resort also getting around disney we just mentioned minivans which are through lyft they're available to get you get you places for example like bethany mentioned not being able to to drive and park at magic kingdom you have to park at the ttc same thing applies when you get an uber or a lyft but if you get a minivan the minivan will be able to take you up to the front gate of Magic Kingdom. It'll also be able to take you back to Pioneer Hall for a hoop-to-do. There are certain (laughs) places that hoop hoop. There are certain places that minivans, they're gonna be a lot more accessible to you if you use Mm -hmm. a minivan. Are you gonna pay more? yes Yes. oh yes you're gonna pay more but honestly sometimes a splurge is worth it to get to where you need to go especially if if we're in toddler land and we need to make a quick exit or a quick entrance somewhere Mm -hmm. you best believe i'm gonna pay that extra when i'm in disney to take that minivan to get there driven by a cast member always have disney parks music playing as you're driving it just feels like a totally immersive experience yeah i do think not all the time are they worth it but sometimes man are they worth it i agree But other than that, I mean, if you're going anywhere else aside from Magic Kingdom or Pioneer Hall, an Uber or a Lyft will suffice just Mm -hmm. fine to get you where Mm -hmm. you need to go if you do not feel like waiting for the bus and you do not have a rental car. Yeah. Yeah. Many a time have we used an Uber or a Lyft to get to where we need to go.
2: Often. Often. More than a bus recently, to be honest. Yeah.
0: We walk out of the resort, we look at the bus line, and we're like, so no, you just you. called an uber I, I called one five minutes ago cool yeah. awesome <laughs> yeah i
2: mean especially before finn now you know things are a little different now obviously we have to have a car seat but i mean we used lyft i use lyft constantly from Same. the airport to get to the resort yep that was kind of a pricier lyft but to be honest not waiting for a bus and all that it was worth
1: it for us
0: it was
2: so
1: i agree I agree with you. I think one of the, I will 100% use it in the park all the time with the exception being be Magic Kingdom, just because you get dropped off at the TTC if you take a Lyft or an Uber and it yep. does make it a little cumbersome. But when coming to and from the airport, that is like the number one question I get asked. Like, what should you use? Mirrors and Sunshine Flyer just merged into one company, which kind of makes sense because it they does. did the same exact thing. Like Mirrors. At
0: opposite ends of the <laughs> The of one the terminal. Floor, exactly, yeah, that's right.
1: Like, at the beginning, Mirrors was what Magical Express was. And if you've never been on the Magical Express, it was complimentary by Disney. It, they also brought your luggage to your room for you so you would bag tag it, like, before you got on your flight, and it would be magically delivered to your room. It was awesome. They ha- actually hired out the drivers from Mirrors. And so now Mirrors has taken over. Sunshine Flyer was there for a while, but they're now one. However, it's like between 12 and I would say $17 per person, depending on if there's a deal going on or not. Mm-hmm. And if you have two or more people, you're probably actually going to save money by taking an Uber or Lyft. And not only money, but time. So I always tell people, if you have more than two people, and a car seat is not a concern because Uber and Lyft will not have a car seat. um, Because they're not required in Orlando for rideshare vehicles. I would 100% say take an Uber or a Lyft. Because it will save you time and it will save you money. Yes. But if you're going by yourself, like when I'm on a solo trip, especially when it's in the morning and I'm on a red eye, I'll take mirrors just because it gets me there and it's 12 to $17. But it really depends. But again, I would just look at the price because mirrors can definitely be more expensive than an Uber and Lyft because I will say typically I would say between 40 and $50 is what you can expect to spend on an Uber and Lyft between MCO and any Disney resort.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah Easily. I would say
1: yeah. Yeah, around
0: recently dollars if I had to guess. Yeah, yeah. and uh, Mears does have options for Express drop-off and pick up, You know, because you can be going to not just now that Mears, it's not Magical Express. It can go to most any <laughs> Disney area resort. It's not just mm-hmm. going to Disney mm-hmm. resorts. Um, So it's going to Disney Springs resorts. It's going to other resorts that are outside the Disney bubble. So you can opt to get Express pickup and drop-off, but only on right now, only on round trip there. So if you're looking for just a one way to get to the parks, you cannot get an express. So just things to look into. But I think that them merging with Sunshine Flyer was honestly a smart call. They're doing the same exact thing. Exactly. Yeah. So now you're there. (laughs) (laughs) We've made it. We made it. We're there. Oh my gosh. So during your trip, let's talk about during your trip. So especially for us right now, during your trip, when there are children involved,
1: yeah, especially when. I mean,
0: especially I, when.
1: Children, older people, they all fall into the same category. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. Literally anybody.
0: <laughs> <laughs> older like, like us 30-somethings, older yeah. people. I need a nap now. Yeah. <laughs> I do
1: like an afternoon <laughs> nap. Okay, <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> honestly. But
0: flexibility is huge. Mm-hmm. Yes. Flexibility is huge and it's something that even like I remember flexibility was big even when I was going on my trips as a kid it was there was always fluid even though my mom was such a planner such a planner she was like the original touring plan planner <laughs> like, yeah. with her color-coded itineraries I still remember them to this day but there was so much flexibility like okay well I'll take you know my little sister is a little tired I'll take her back to the room but you guys go do this like there were there was so much flexibility in a trip and I feel like that is critical to the success of any Disney vacation
2: yeah i agree and also like not overloading
0: over yes. planning over oh planning
2: i think having the expectation that you're not going to do everything there's a mm-hmm. uh, Disney world mm-hmm. is too large to do in one vacation. It and you unless have you're
0: going to be there for two weeks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, or or like, more. I mean,
2: scratching the surface. Yes, this is exactly. You have to, I think you should just kind of create a list of what you want to really, truly do for rides. Your top five, let's say, you know, or, yep. and, and, and your, the shows you want to see and just kind of know that, you know, you can try to definitely hit those, but then the other things outside of that you might not hit. Um, And there's always another, there could always be another trip in your future where you can maybe hit those things. But I think you'll have a better vacation not trying to go from this ride to this ride to this reservation to this. I I mean, we have one reservation booked a day this coming Uh trip. That's it. That's it. One One reservation. And that is perfect. That's all you need because there are so many great... Quick service options, little snacks snacks here and there. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, you just don't want to overplan and overload your itinerary. You really want to try to pick the best things that you want to do, you know, your top, and then try to, you know, outside of that, you know, kind of go with the flow.
1: Yeah, and I think the the modify button on the My Disney Experience app is your best friend. Whether it comes to your Genie Plus Lightning Lanes or your individual Lightning Lanes or dining reservations, just know for the most part you can modify almost any of them mm-hmm. and just be okay with that because we've done that so many times and just go with the flow because yep. it's not all going to be perfect. And the weather. The weather is the, the weather. number one thing that yes. can – it can change your vacation 100%. Sure, you're planning to go on Everest at 2 p.m., but guess what? It's thunderstorming and Everest is closed. So you don't have an option.
0: <laughs> so Correct. I think
1: flexibility involves things that are just not only under your control. But under the control of not only Disney but Mother Nature. So correct.
0: Mm-hmm. I saw my family and I would joke about this still to this day. But I remember <laughs> we talk about it constantly. And we were on a, a, a family trip many years ago, and I remember we were waiting in line because I was a very big character person when I was a kid. Um, and my my little sister got super freaked out by characters, and I remember being like, "Oh my God, you're ruining my vacation! <laughs> How embarrassing!" I was First a very off. big I was a very big autograph. I needed to collect all the okay. autographs when I was a kid. I love how
1: this changed, though, that you're not a character person and your sister was a character attendant.
0: (laughs) is not that so funny how it were but Full she would circle. get so freaked out she would get so freaked out with the characters and i'd be like oh my god you're so embarrassing i'm trying to get these you know whatever but my parents said that while we were waiting in line for goofy one day i think we we're at epcot we were at world showcase we were in line for goofy and there was a little kid that was like screaming because he wanted to see goofy and the mom was just like had it by the arm pulling him around world showcase being like there's no time to see goofy we don't have time for goofy and we still say it to this day like whatever on a disney trip we're like We don't have time for goofy. goofy. (laughs) Sorry. We don't have time for goofy. It's still we still say it to this day. But it's like that could be the epitome of overplanning, where it's like you have this magical moment and your kids like, oh my God, it's Olaf. Yeah. But you're like, no, no, we have we have one of five reservations that we have to get to. We like, no, you cannot overplan it because there are those awesome magical moments that just happen when you're on a Disney vacation and they're not guaranteed at all. But if you're overplanned, you're not gonna be able to truly enjoy what's happening, mm-hmm. those, those moments that you have together where, you know, you, you decide to walk into the one day we decided to walk into the, the, the big apple, the big circus treats, the storybook treats. Oh, yeah, 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 And they were like, we have this brand new candy apple that mm-hmm. no one's tried and we would love you to try. We yeah. had no plans. We were like, yeah, we'll sit here. We'll try it. And, you, and they, the, 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 the cast members literally watched us eat this apple yeah. <laughs> because they were like, we've never had anyone have it yet. We want to know what your thoughts are. But like, there are so many magical things that happen when you're on a Disney vacation that you cannot yes. over plan
2: yes I mean there are so many I just think to next week when we're there and like yeah I am so excited to see Finn's face on this ride and this ride and and whatnot but also at the same time I truly think he is going to take that bubble wand and run around in a circle in (laughs) the lobby (laughs) of the the hotel like who even you know what I mean like that but that's magic in itself you know and 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 we'll have opportunities for him to just kind of like explore and do his own thing mm-hmm. and all that because we are not over planning. We are going into this very relaxed. <laughs> Correct, we are. <relaxed>.
1: Planning.
2: <laughs> Correct, yep. we are.
0: But, but also, I feel like it it, it. it. We have to say that we are people that do go a lot. Yes. Correct. So I mean, our mentality when we're going on a Disney trip is is so different. So I understand if it's like your one trip in mm-hmm. five years and you got to get everything done, even still. We, we have a very different mentality when we go because we're like, you know what, we'll hit it next time. Yeah. Or, you know, it's just like, it's okay. We'll, we, we will get there. But for if it's your one trip, I totally understand where the stress of all mm-hmm. that comes from. But again... You have so many tools that we talked about to help you. You have the standby skippers to help get you mm-hmm. all the rides that you want to get. We go all the time and we've ridden all the rides, but we can go on a trip and our next trip will probably ride all the rides we want to ride in more because yeah. of things like standby skipper, just getting our reservations for us. So we don't have to think, you know, those kind of tools are going to help you out so much stakeout, getting those reservations you want, right? They're all going to help you. So I feel like you can have. The best vacation you can have by just prioritizing and using the tools, doing a little bit of research, and it's going to be a great trip for you.
1: Yeah, but be flexible is the number one because we're adapting to a whole new style of vacation for all of us. Like, we've, yes. this is, we are, see we how it are goes. in, yeah. as they said in The Little Mermaid, uncharted waters. Like, we have <laughs> no idea what we're doing. And we're no. not experts in this type of vacation. Obviously, we've been to Disney more times than all of us can count, but obviously, things change every single time. So, flexibility is key and just being content. And all we want to see is that little nugget munchkin smile. And I'm Correct. cool. I'm cool. We're
0: going to go with the flow.
1: Exactly. I will need him to try uh, what I consider overrated Disney foods. And I would like to see his reaction because I know he's probably going to love them. And I will be fine with that. I know. (laughs) Or cry
0: inside. (laughs) Or cry inside. I will be
1: crying inside. But I I feel like, you know, there's a lot of fun things you can do on vacation and just just go with the flow and you're gonna have a good time no matter what because at the end of the day you're in disney world you're in disney
0: yep. you know we always say if it, it it could be raining every day but it's raining in disney world yep. it could be raining mm-hmm. in new york delaware <laughs> you know yep. what i'm saying like exactly yeah perspective is huge
1: exactly but yeah hopefully this gives you a better perspective of how to plan your trip because uh we are leaving very soon
0: in hours <laughs> hours so that's it for this episode of The Main Street Dish. Be sure to be following all of our socials since we are currently in Disney this week. You can support our show by subscribing on Patreon and subscribing on Instagram. Please take a second to rate our show on iTunes. And for Bella and Bethany, this is Colin, and we will see you on the next show. We're in Bye. Disney World. We're in Disney World. Ha ha. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. <laughs>